Welcome back to Who's Bringing Wine. This is Megan. And this is Abigail. And we th we're back. We took a little, what, four-month hiatus? Yeah, it was about four months, and we're probably not back in the way that we'll be recording every single week. No, can't do again. that. But, um, but we wanted to, to come back and uh, just do it whenever we can. Yeah, so. and we had, you know, just the the regular listeners had kind of let us know that they missed it and yeah and we were finding out a lot more people were listening to it than we realized so y'all got to write to us on facebook <laughs> yeah no nobody wants to talk to us on facebook but then when they see us they're like hey when are you gonna come back <laughs> anyway um oh, i'm happy to be back and it's finally summer and we're on my back porch which yes is where it all began which is yeah wh why we kind of wanted to start this podcast because we always would sit out here and just chat and we were like we need to record this yeah so. and uh, abby's got some stuff going on <laughs> it's been a long four months <laughs> <laughs> all right well so where should i start i'll start with the job yes first. yes so um i was working in insurance for a while and uh about a year ago got my real estate license and finally took the leap of faith in November to become a full-time uh, real estate agent um, and in doing so I realized very quickly that it really wasn't for me um, and a lot of people think that you have just a lot of time like a lot of convenience and a lot of like you can just make your own schedule and in some ways that is the case but in yeah, a lot of ways you are up to all the time yeah you're up to the discretion of your clients and most of your working is in the night hours so i wasn't really spending any more time with my children than you know right than you were before than i was before but so you get them to bed and then start working right so it's not like you could just yeah and i never had weekends anymore because that was real estate right and, and so it just it just i started realizing it just really wasn't what i, I wanted to do or where how I wanted to to go so um, I did start kind of looking for um, another job and something kind of just fell in my lap that is basically my dream job um, I knew of this company through working with insurance and um, so I notified them sent them my resume within 10 minutes they called me they knew exactly who I was they remembered who I was from the agency that I worked at and um, hired me pretty much within a couple of days of the interview so well, it just feels really meant to be yeah so it's in 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 the construction world which is really where I'm more suited towards the design and construction rather than the real estate but um, I've been there uh, about three and a half weeks now and I absolutely love it love, so it, love it love it love so it so that has been kind of a, a busy transition um, which, you know, when I started the real estate spring, when we stopped doing the podcast was in February. And um, that was kind of because part of it was because I was starting the real estate and my schedule was really crazy. And then, well, and, I and then you had baseball, baseball and stuff. And, and so yeah. like our schedules just were not lining up at that, all. My job, although it's better now, I mean, my job is awesome. I love it, but I started in December and it was still mm -hmm. really new in February. Right. And it took a lot of brain power. Right. <laughs> I had a lot of stuff to learn and was just plum exhausted. And then right. we had baseball in the evenings and it was like, okay, we just so, collectively had to yeah, take a break. Take a break. So that is the reason for us being gone, but we are refreshed and yes. ready to get started again yes. here and there. So um, on to the stuff you really care about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not jobs blah, not jobs blah. um dating life it's been fun so megan is still with chris yes i am we are still very happy and together mm -hmm. it's almost seven months now yeah and i've become really good at being a third wheel <laughs> yeah, not the third wheel you're just kind of, i know he knows it's they a love deal exactly and and I love him. He loves me, and we all love hanging out together. So it works out love, really love, well. Love, love, love. There's lots of love, and he loves to tell a story about all of this, which has too. been really funny on a couple of her first dates. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. we'll get to. <laughs> yeah, their eyes get real big. Like, wait, what's happening? Yeah, y'all did what? Yeah, that's been fun. So, um, well, yeah, we'll start with that because um, because Megan and Chris were yeah. together. 
um, and had been together for a while, they, um, they would be out here and there when I would be on a first date. So if the first date was going well, we, I kind of just decided, well, no better time than the right. first date to Let's meet the best friend and her <laughs> So the date was going well and dinner was over and we were trying to figure out what else we were going to do. I would suggest that we go meet up with Megan and Chris. And of course, I knew of this ahead of time. It would let Chris know, okay, she's on a first date. So now mm -hmm. if it's going well, they're going to come meet us for a drink mm -hmm. later. Okay. He's like, okay, what? Yeah. <laughs> and in doing so, before we would go meet Chris um, and Megan, I would always tell the guy the story because yeah, that's not a surprise. If you kind of if you hide that from somebody, then they're gonna think that there is something going on there, and there absolutely is not. So, and and all of them that I brought to meet you were pretty open to it, like well, that pretty first like one was accept, not accept Chris, the other Chris, the, yeah, not not um. Chris was. The that was no. the first one that I brought in the meet, meet you guys. A little, Scott? Yes. No. He, was it him that was weird about it? The Scott's railroad guy. I don't know. No, yeah, the one that like also couldn't go over the fact that when we introduced ourselves, like we said Oh, no. I can't even remember his name. I can't remember his name either. Was <laughs> he another Chris? Awful. There were two Chris's. Yeah, he was another Chris. He yeah. was another Chris. Yeah. Yeah, Chris seems to be the popular name. It's, well, it's a very well, popular name. Well, now we switched name. from Jeremy yeah. to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> well, I've only dated two Chris's. Yeah. Um, one was going fairly well. He's the first one. We the met. first one, the one that took me to the Pink concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was going With really... a really nice date. Yes. Uh, he freaked out right now. Okay, you tell it. Yeah, Sorry. so we, we had been on like four dates. Um, so first date, he, we went to dinner and then he came with me to meet Megan and Chris and we stayed out quite a while. And then, um, we did another date where it was just he and I, and then we had another date that, um, I actually birthday. met his friends. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Then uh, St. Patrick's Day, he just came over to my house because he y'all did the running and stuff, and he was with his friends and I was with right. Megan, and so we just didn't couldn't meet up. But afterwards, he came over to my house. So then um, he, but it was about the third date that he told me to like block off this date, this right, this that, time, uh -huh. uh, twenty four hours. Yeah, twenty four. He's like, I need you for twenty four hours on this date, and I was like, okay. And y'all had not slept together. Uh uh. Right. No. Um, that's very important information, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. If you're blocking 24 hours off, it's yeah. kind of like... Well, we uh, had had that... Com you and I had had that conversation. Sure. Like, this is... Are you... You were like, are you okay with that? Because y'all haven't done that. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. So, we're all trying to figure out what this is going on. And then... Um, so, I ended up telling our priest... <laughs> But about it all. Keep in mind, our priest is not like. Yeah, has, he's, he's different. Of, yeah, <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah, he is awesome. Um, he's thirty six, a little bit younger than us. Um, and he, yeah, he's totally down to earth. So totally a guy that you could talk to about this kind of stuff. So I just went in randomly one day, which I did a lot because in real estate I could do a lot yeah. during the yeah. day. It was at night that I was working most of the time. Um, so I, I stopped at the church for something and was telling him about it. And he got on the computer and started looking up, like, <laughs> what's going on on this date? And um, he pulled up Pink. And I was like, no, he's not taking me to a Pink concert. Like, that's, that costs a lot of money and, like, hotel and all of this stuff. And I'm like, no. Um, but that was the only thing that came up on, it was the 20th of April, I think. No. March. March. No. Was it March? Yeah, because it was March. right before St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. Or the uh, week. No. It was the Thursday. Or the, yeah, the Thursday like before the 14th. St. Patrick's. St. Patrick's Day was actually the 7th. Yeah, whatever. Okay, whatever. It was the Thursday March. before, yes. Yeah. Because he was gone on my birthday, so it was yes. that week before. Um, And so, well, it, it ended up being the Pink Concert, and he got a hotel and all of this stuff, but shit kind of hit the fan right before the concert yeah and i almost didn't go um he like texted me and said we gotta talk 
Well, everybody knows what that means. <laughs> it's not going to be good. Right. <laughs> and talk. I like you so much. No, that never goes that's, that way. It never goes that way. Um, and then, so he texts me this in the middle of the day, the day before mm-hmm. the Pink concert. So I'm like kind of freaking out a little bit. Like, what is it? What do you need to talk to me about? And I kind of pulled it out of him and in hindsight probably shouldn't have done that because he couldn't explain himself at the time because he was at work. Um, but I did and then got mad and it was actually Chris Mm -hmm. that chilled me out because you were mad too and you were kind of like telling me not to go. Yeah, I was fired up. Um, and then Chris was like, y'all are overreacting. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, well, basically what he said was just hear him out. You haven't even heard his explanation for it. It's like, okay. So we... Don't really talk that much the night before. It's a little bit, but I decide, I tell him that I am going to go. So he was like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll come get you early. We'll go to the hotel and we can talk before the concert, which I kind of didn't want to do because if everything blew up, I was like, you know, that was going to ruin the concert. But... Um, we did. I mean, basically, when he picked me up, he could tell I wasn't really happy still. And got to the hotel, and everything was fine. And we were just sitting there chit-chatting and made some drinks and whatnot. And uh, the window kind of of the hotel, like, overlooks downtown Birmingham. So it was a really nice view, and we just turned our chairs around. And we are looking out and watched, watching everything uh, happening. And... Finally, after about an hour of being in the hotel, he was like, okay, we need to, you know, talk. There, you know, obviously, it's a big elephant in the room, mm-hmm. and you're not acting right, and we need to discuss it. And so, um, honestly, don't even remember. Like, I kind of remember what the issue was. It's like, he he basically wanted his cake. Yeah, he, it he like, just didn't want to commit but you're also like well he wanted he wanted to commit like he was okay with telling me that he wasn't going to date anybody else but he didn't want to have to be in like a relationship like you and Chris are like where you talk every day and you plan stuff you know every week and you see each other often like he's kind of the I realized after at towards the end of the relationship when I actually broke things off with him that he um, basically can't do more than one thing at a time. Like, he gets yeah. really stressed out at work, and so he goes into this hole and doesn't want to talk to anybody. And then when he's ready to do something with you, then he contacts you. Well, but that does, that's not a relationship. Mm. That it's not a, a normal relationship. Well, it's not one that's going to thrive. Thrive, and right. Not, not I mean, he grow. was fine not, with not dating anybody else. It was just... Which is what I... At first, why I was so mad, because I thought that's what he wanted to Mm -hmm. do, was, like, he wanted me, but he also wanted to do whatever with whoever else, and um, that wasn't the case, but I also told him, I was like, you know, I can't just not talk to you for three and four days, and then be fine with that. Right. So, um, at the hotel, he was like, okay, I won't do that. I'm, I'm okay with not doing that. We'll, we'll talk, you know, and, and stuff. And after the concert, it, it didn't last. Well, after, I guess it was after St. Patrick's Day. It didn't last a week after that conversation where it, it just went, like, blank from him. Like, I would text him and get nothing back. And it was, like, two and three days before I'd hear from him. And that's when I was like, he, you know, he said something to the fact, well, I just, I can't. I can't ha- be in a relationship like that right now. I was like, well, I can't be in a relationship like this. Yeah. And that was it. So that was kind of upsetting because we had been together, I guess, at that point for about a month and a half, which is probably not the longest relationship I've had, but probably the most stable I mean, relationship. Yeah, I don't I use I, that loosely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess no, I, I, I guess I really saw something going somewhere with him. Surprised, yeah, that it that he acted mm-hmm. like that. I mean, mm-hmm. like you know, from that first night that we met him, right? We both walked away like, 
Okay. We and like then and then introduced me to his friends, in which his friends told me he had not brought anybody around them in several years. Mm-hmm. So it was like. And when somebody tells you that, you know, your your girl self starts thinking, oh, well, then he must think that I'm important or right. they really likes me to to bring me around people that he cares about. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't hasn't done that with anybody else recently. Um, so it got me very confused when he started going, like, doing what he was doing. Yeah. Um, because in the beginning, it wasn't like that. Um, he he was the one like oh, calling yeah. me and asking everything. me out and initiating everything. I mean, why would you invite somebody to a pink concert and then, you know, and spend that kind of money and then not want to date them? Like, doesn't make much sense to me. Well, whatever. You got to go to pink. I did, and it was awesome. Con- probably one of the best concerts I've ever been to. It was amazing. Um, Highly recommend it. I don't think she's on tour in the U.S. anymore. I think she's in Europe now. But if you ever get to see Pink, it's no, highly recommend it. The last it. time she came, and she yeah, was, it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She's so good. So that was the first one. Second one was another Chris. Yeah. Didn't introduce you to him on the first date, did I? No, because we went to uh, to. Uh, that wine place downtown. Okay. I think it was the second date that y'all met him. Okay. And y'all met him twice. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was the second time that we were all, all of us were kind of like, dude. What's wrong with you? <laughs> he was just like. He was weird. Okay, let me tell you something. I'm having this a huge issue with this, and I don't know what to do with it honestly um so i tend to be more attracted to guys 34 35. the issue with that is most of them are they've never been married and don't have children and the biggest issue i've had to deal with with probably three or four different guys here in the past three or four months um is the fact that i don't want any more children mm-hmm. i physically don't want any more children. I am willing to adopt. Surrogacy is up for, you know, discussion. I physically do not want to bear a child. And that is not, unless it, unless it happens accidentally, it is not going to happen. Like, I'm pretty firm on that. And I have it on several of my profiles that I do not want any more children. Yet, they still swipe, and yet they still talk, and then we actually go out on a few dates, and the discussion ensues as far as children, and I'm like, no, and they're like, yes, and I'm like, bye. Mm -hmm. Like, that's where it ends up, and it's very frustrating (laughs) because, like, these are guys that I could see myself with, and and I've had a few of them backtrack and try to make something work of it, and then realize, no, I really do want children, and they just can't get over the fact that they want children, and that's fine. I don't want to take that away from them, but they know in the beginning that I do, right. and so that's been very frustrating. That you don't. That I don't, yeah, and that's been very frustrating, and in fact, one Scott... I dated um, about a year ago, and he was a guy that was introduced to me um, through a mutual friend, and uh, we saw each other quite a few times, and then he basically uh, got kind of standoffish, and then he was in the middle of his divorce at the time and um warning warning yeah and then so i when he started to get kind of standoffish i just basically told him look i don't think you're ready for this i think i'm in a totally different place than you are um so we're just gonna go our separate ways for now and he was like okay then later found out that he had started dating somebody else that he had previously dated before and she had come back and decided to, he decided to 
try it with her instead of me. And then here we are a year later, and randomly, out of the blue, he texts me. And I was pretty mean to him. In fact, you mm-hmm. told me that I was being mm-hmm. a little bit too mean, which I did not think I was after what he did. But Megan and Chris t- tend to talk me off of the ledge quite a bit. I mean, it. you know, he wasn't ready. You didn't want to deal with that baggage. Let him work that shit out with her. Yeah. Not with you. I mean, that was my whole point. Yeah. Is that he, he wasn't ready to be in a relationship. So if he's going to screw something up, mm-hmm. screw it up with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, be glad it wasn't you. But what I didn't remember is that apparently we had had the conversation about children way back then. I did not remember that. Had I remembered that, I never would have started dating him again. Oh, how, how much he really wanted. Yes. Another child. Well, and you have to keep in mind, he's got a kid, but it was adopted. Right. And, you know, me being an adopted person, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I mean, I, I'm adopted and I have a biological child. I get there's a bond with the mm-hmm. biological child, mm-hmm. but he is harping on this biological child thing. And I, mm-hmm. I being adopted, I'm, I just have a hard time wrapping my head around it because right. there are no guarantees. Right. Doesn't and then, matter. The next person he gets with doesn't mean that she's going to be able to conceive. Mm-mm. Doesn't mean, I mean, like you, there, his first wife, never, wife couldn't conceive. That's why they no adopted. Guarantees. So yeah. if you're being so, I mean, the fact that you were even open to adoption or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, and that was still a no go for him. Mm-hmm. Like, well, good luck, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're putting these kind of hard lines, that's not someone you want to be with. No. He just makes these hard line decisions and that's it. Like, right. is he going to do that with finances? going to do that with right i mean just yeah. any other possible conflict in right. your future relationship which there will be mm-hmm. in any relationship for someone that hard mm-hmm. pressed about that i mean i don't know I yeah this. the thing is, is he wasn't a, very obviously he, he was a very joyful person no he really wasn't no he was very kind of sullen he was very and quiet yeah and just didn't really catch on to the jokes i mean <laughs> person i had a little side eye like oh <laughs> He's, he, we think we're pretty funny he doesn't think we're really very funny but yeah okay yeah um the problem with all of this is is that he did remember having that conversation with me yet pursued me again anyway knowing where i stood with that it's been a year later it's not like i've decided oh all of a sudden right, I, I want right. a child right that's like yeah no. I've only gotten older, not right. younger. Just had a birthday. <laughs> Just had a birthday. Not, you know. Um, and still pursued me. And his reasoning for that was, well, I thought I could get over it. And I really wanted to see where things could go with you and I. And, and basically, the whole time we were together, that was the majority of our conversations was about Which this child. kind of weird. That was never going to happen with me. Yeah. So. I mean, does he want a relationship? Or does he want a baby? He wants a baby. What, and that's what I told him. Nights. And that's that's what I told him that too. And he got pissed off at me. He's like, that's not fair. I was like, who's going to be raising this child? Because you work all night. Yeah. And, I mean, if I work during the day and you work all night, when exactly are you going to see the baby? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, he, and he got really pissed off that I even well, said that. Well, that's the reality of it, dude. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that was that guy. Uh, (laughs) And then most recently, there was another guy that um, I started talking to. And very early on in the conversation, children came up. And in fact, I didn't even meet him before the conversation came up and told him where I stood. And he was like, "Um, is that a deal breaker? And I asked him if it was a deal breaker. And he was like, well, I don't really know. He's like, I've always thought of myself as getting married and having a family um I was like well if that's something that you want then maybe we should just be friends and honest I really liked talking to him and I really just wanted to be friends with him yeah and we ended up meeting and um had a really good time and then met again had a really good time and I intended on it staying friends and in fact I insisted on paying for my meal and my stuff and drinks and everything um, I wanted to be just friends, and then he crossed the line. Of course, I didn't stop him. Right. Um, and then after a few more dates, he realized, no, nah, I really do want those things. And I'm like, fuck. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. You wanted them four weeks ago. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Oh, so geez. that's been my dating life. <laughs> dating men that want children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, not going to happen. Mm-mm. Right, I need a refill. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to take a break for just a second if I can pause it. Okay. Okay. We're back. Megan got a refill yep. on her one. Kind so we do have to drink one while well, we're recording. we do, but we also know that it's summer. We've got strawberries in it and orange slices in it. Yeah, it's really good. And water in mm-hmm. it. It's really, really good. It's kind of our take on a little sangria. Yep. <laughs> it's good. Um, so I have one more story about a dating uh, episode, but um, since I've done a lot of talking in this first segment, I'm going to let <laughs> Megan talk a little bit. Um, so her and Chris. Yeah are amazing and they basically don't fight about anything but it's really hilarious this one (laughs) story that i'm going to have her tell you because um they recently went on their yes we went on a quote using finger quotes family beach trip it was chris and i and his oldest daughter and one of her friends who both just graduated from high school Mm -hmm. and both heading off to auburn which is very exciting and then my son and one of his friends right who are 11. Right. So, totally different age totally groups. Totally different. <laughs> Girls, boys, age difference. Like, yeah. I mean, I was pretty confident about the trip anyway. I mean, I, right. there really weren't any major concerns. The boys were going to do their thing, and the girls were going to do theirs. Chris and I were going to do ours. Like, right. Knew Everybody's old be. enough to kind of go yeah, their separate yeah, ways. The boys were old enough to be at the pool. They're both strong swimmers. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I had to, like, make them come down to the beach. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. But anyway... We took the Xbox. Big mistake. I mean, I say big mistake, but then they also might have driven us crazy. If you hadn't had if it. If we hadn't At had night, it. especially. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, it was all fine. But one, I guess it was, we went down Friday, came home Tuesday. So, it was Sunday that we were there. And we were getting ready because uh, my friend's. Elizabeth and right. her husband were down at the condominium complex next door to us. They've right. gotten down there Saturday, but she went to the fish market on Sunday and bought all this fresh seafood, and they were going to come over. Our condo was larger. So they were going to come over with their boys, and we were going to cook dinner together. Right. And when we were getting ready for dinner, we noticed all the lights in the bedroom, like, dimmed down, like, really low. Mm. And like, like a brownout. Yeah. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Went out to the living room. TV was still on. All the lights in the living room were on. The kitchen, like, they were playing Xbox. Like, no trouble out there. It was just mm. the bedrooms. And uh-huh. we're like, that's strange. Yeah. And then they get over there with the food. We're getting everything prepped. Turn the stove on to get some noodles going to make some Parmesan noodles for her boys. And it wasn't heating up. We're like, oh, God. Mm. Great. So, basically, we find out through maintenance there's a voltage problem. Uh-oh. In our building. Oh. There's five buildings in our condo complex. Mm-hmm. And our building is the only one with an issue. Oh, great. Of right. course. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Which means all the major appliances. AC. Mm-hmm. Stove, dryer, refrigerator. That was all the stuff that was affected. Yeah. So we're like, okay, wonderful. So we pack everything up and we head over to, over to their condo. And we cook it. And dinner was great. Whatever. We get back to the condo. And it's getting warm yeah <laughs> it is summer down the beach <laughs> it is summer at the beach i mean it was like reaching around 100 mm. each day yeah i mean it was like no joke heat it was yeah. the big heat wave mm. and gets hotter and hotter mm-hmm. and i've you know fall asleep well i wake up around 4 a.m just not happy <laughs> Not happy. To say the least. Yeah. I mean, Chris has seen me not happy, but it's usually not directed at him. (laughs) But this cracks me up because they're so, like, perfect together most of the time. So that's why I find this so funny. Yeah, (laughs) well, tired or hungry Megan. Yeah, it's a whole different Megan. really (laughs) a different beast entirely. Well, so I'm I'm managing from 4 to, like, 5.30 a.m., 5.30 5.30 a.m., one of the boys' iPads out in the other room, alarm, because it was a Monday morning. So, it was yeah. like the preset school alarm. Right. Because it was the first weekend, first week with no school. Without school, right. So, yeah. you know, uh, it starts going off. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've been laying awake there, and I think I was finally drifting off. Of and course. I hear that, of course. Because <laughs> they're on the pull-out sofa in the living room. Yeah. So, I was like, motherfucker. So, I... 
flinging the covers back. <laughs> Go out of the room, and they're not they, they they're not waking up to it no. at all. So I'm like digging around in the dark, mm. trying to find this damn thing. Mm. Turn it off. Get back in bed. Well, I guess it woke them up enough that they kind of started stirring. So then around six a.m., they turned the Xbox on simultaneously, also playing their phones and their YouTube videos mm. on their phones. And again, I think I had just maybe started to drift off. Mm. And then I hear, because the sound of those YouTube videos, it, I mean, even when we're here, it just grates on my nerves like right. you would not believe. It's yeah. just the most annoying voices, stupid, ugh, they're awful. <laughs> and then, so, I go out there and lose my shit on the boys mm-hmm. to the point where David told me later, he was like, yeah, when you went back into the room, Jackson turned to me and was like, man, she's really grouchy. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Jackson's been in my household for six years. Right. So, he knows. He's seen me grouchy before. Mm-hmm. This may have been a little bit over hmm. over the top. I cannot be responsible for my actions. I yeah. had not had any sleep, and it was 80 degrees in the condo. <laughs> so, then I get back in the bed, start to fall off again, and then Chris starts snoring. I, I, <laughs> God love him. He does snore in the early morning hours. Right. Doesn't snore falling asleep. Doesn't snore in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. It's just those early morning hours. Yeah. He starts to snore. It is a miracle that we are still together. Mm. (laughs) I was not happy. He tried to say something sweet to me, and I just plopped in the bed and rolled the cover back over me. Then I was too hot, and I flung it back off. I mean, it was was a scene. Yeah. She I, showed her butt. I did. A little bit. Then at 6.30, he was like, I'll just get up. I was like, no, you're not going to get up. What are you going to do? Because then you start feeling bad. <laughs> right. I'm like, what, you're going to go sit there and watch them play Xbox? No, don't get up. You know? <laughs> he was like, Here he's like, okay, I don't know what you want like, me to do. Okay, I'm going to lay back down now then. I'm not going to fall asleep because I'll probably get punched in the gut if I start snoring again. So... But it wasn't a fight. It was just me showing my ass, and he handled it beautifully. Yeah. Although he did say something later. I think I was being bossy. And he asked him to do something, and then something else. And he came back. He had to bring me something. And he was like, here you are, your majesty. And I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I was acting a little bit like a princess. I understand. (laughs) Handling it really well. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. No, I was tired. I was hot. It wasn't really directed at him. He just, unfortunately, was the one in the room. Right there, yeah. Right there. Yeah. I apologized. And if he just hadn't said anything to you when you came back I in. I know. Don't, like, just probably, don't speak. Yeah. Like, if you see that look on my face or yeah. if you feel me, like, I'm sure it was radiating off of me how right. pissed off I was. Yeah. Just don't say anything. Just, yeah. It's safer for everyone Everybody involved. involved. <laughs> just, yeah. like, let yeah, you can draw a line down the bed like, okay, you stay over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to stay way over here. Yeah. <laughs> he knows now. Yes. Yes, <laughs> he does. He does. Uh, I don't know. But, yeah, the trip was great. I mean, we had such a good time. Yeah. All the kids had a good time. You know, it was nice getting to know his older daughter a little bit better. And her friend was so sweet. Mm. Really, really enjoyed her, too. So, yeah, I mean, I know that I'm kind of boring for this podcast right now because I don't have a lot going on, but it's all just it's just good. It's just good. It's just good. It's just good. I'm still a mess with this. <laughs> well. With dating. But, you know, I told Megan You're not this. a mess. The dating. Yeah. Everything else is going really, really, good. really well. And I told Megan, I was like, you know, the, I guess the reason why this, this podcast was going so well is I, I, I had a lot of time on my hands before this new job and I'm realizing that now with this new job um because even with my insurance job that wasn't like full-time hours yeah, eight to seven, five yeah it was like seven thirty to two or something it, it was and I did a lot of work at home after were uh, you know after that and stuff so it wasn't like a set <coughs> set thing all the time when and you were able to get your kids from school which is so mm-hmm. nice but there mm-hmm. is a difference in your quality time with them mm-hmm. when you are working and not get home till 530. Right. You're kind of compacted. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. So, yeah, I was telling you that too. Like, but, like, I had a lot of time on my hands where I would, I think I was forcing dating a lot more than 
I than I am now. I mean, I'm still swiping, and I've got a ton of matches, but <coughs> I'm not yeah. talking to them because I don't have the time, no, the time to talk to them. And and I mean, if they you don't talk, if they don't, day. yeah, if they don't initiate something with me, normally before I would have initiated something with them, and now it's just like I don't have the time to do it. And um, because I'm doing, you know, eight to five, not getting home to like five thirty nights that I do have my kids, I've got like a three hour window before they're in bed and so sitting on my phone trying to date somebody is not no, first priority that up till nine o'clock at night right then so, you're so tired you gotta go to bed right and then i'm so <laughs> tired i gotta go to bed because i gotta get up and you know not that i wasn't getting up because i was taking kids to school and stuff but i take them to school and come home and sit and drink my coffee and play on my phone. Mm. And, I mean, because real estate doesn't start till at least 10. Mm. You know, there's no early stuff going on. Most people are in. Then, then I'd get on my computer and then I'd take a shower. It was like very leisurely. But then when I did have my kids in the evening or after school, that's when things would pick up. And it was like right. I was constantly having to tell them, hang on, I got to go make a phone call. Or hang on, I got to go do this on the computer. And it's like I wasn't actually spending any time with them right. when I was there so in this respect when I get off work I'm off work yes and I don't very nice right it's very nice and you know there there will be a, a time where I'm will have to be on call at some point but yeah but that's not gonna that's be, I mean. not gonna be for a while and it won't be like all the time um so the time that I do have with them seems more quality time rather than me just being there but um do my mind right. is preoccupied right with other other stuff so um so the the dating for me is kind of falling off too because i'm just not don't have as much time all right well what was your other story but i also want to get back around to what you texted me when we were at the beach because i let chris read that that one asshole oh yeah forgot about him <laughs> well okay so we have a guy that's probably going to listen to this because he's listened to every other episode. Right. Well, I'm, I'm dating Chris, so sorry. Yeah. Um, so, matched with a guy and started talking to him. And the podcast came up for some reason. He asked a specific question. And the so I, I answered yeah, back. Because the text you sent when we were at the beach, it didn't give any information as to how he... Mm how that whole thing started you just mm. said you listened to it mm -hmm. but not as to how that so i can't remember exactly what he <laughs> asked but it 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 kind of gave me a, a window to to say something about the podcast and i did and um he was like oh well i've got to i've got to listen to this i was like well you're welcome to you may not want to date me afterwards but <laughs> you are welcome to listen to the podcast so you will learn a lot about me um so i told him the name of it and then silence so obviously he was listening. Yeah. Didn't hear from him the rest of the Well, okay, no, take that back. About an hour after I told him this and things went silent, I get a message that says, um, who's this? this uh, your friend Megan might be the one for me. Do you have a picture of her? I mean, what the fuck? I know. Who does that? Yeah. You're talking to a girl that you met on a dating site. Mm-hmm. Tells you about a podcast. Mm -hmm. You then go listen to it. Then go back to that same girl and be like, "Hey, your friend." Yeah. Let me see a picture. Who? What? Yeah. So I write back. Well, that's kind of rude. And that was. And then, like, I didn't hear anything back from him. Um, the next day, I got a text that said, um, "You know, I was just kidding, right?" Oh yeah. Twenty four hours later. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, it's because he was too busy listening to our podcast. I'm pretty sure he listened to the entire thing, all, what, 15 episodes of it, in one night. Oh. I'm pretty sure. If not all of it in one night, within 24 hours, he listened to the entire thing. Um, okay. So, because within about 48 hours, I get this book text from oh. him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Telling me how awful I am because I'm doing the same thing to him that I say I don't like in this podcast. Like, ghosting him. I'm like, I didn't oh. ghost you. I told you what you said was rude. I'm, I thought that made it pretty clear that I didn't want to talk to you anymore. Like, I don't understand how you think that was ghosting you. And, like, pretty much 
questioning my character in yeah. every way. And like, yeah, you can't go back to a girl and be like, oh, your co-host on the podcast is cool mm. for me. And then call her rude and that she's ghosting. No, yeah. sir. Yeah. No, sir. Yeah. PSA. If you're listening. No. <laughs> no. So, um, yeah, that did not go over well mm-hmm. um, at all. What a dick. Yeah. So I hope you're listening. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, now maybe that's a little rude. Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> I really don't care. All right, what was the other story? Oh, oh my God. should I mention names or no? No, no. Can I give an innuendo as to who he is? I mean, I need to know. Okay. Huh? I need to know. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I would just make up a name. Well, I can't say son of coach. No. Son of a coach. Son of a coach. Of a head coach of a football team in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And continue. <laughs> That's all. I had to. I know. He won't listen. Okay. Uh, well. He doesn't even know the name of the podcast. Okay, good. Podcast. Let's keep it that way. Anyway, crazy. It's crazy. Um, started talking to him, and it was really weird even from the beginning. But he was very sweet and kind and so and, and kind of attentive and would call instead of just texting and yeah, stuff like know. that. And But wasn't ever, wasn't ever asking me out. Like, this went on for like two weeks. Yeah. And, um, so finally I kind of started inviting him to things. Like, I think I invited him to, uh, it was over Memorial Day weekend and you were gone and my kids were, um, with my ex-husband. So, uh, I was going to go to the pool and I invited him to come down and, and go to the pool with me. And, uh, he said, well, I'm at my sister's, um, but yeah, let me uh, finish up here and I'll text you later. Like four hours go by and I don't hear from him. So I text him like, well, I'm going to the pool since I haven't heard from you. I've been sitting around waiting. Um, And about 30 minutes later, he's like, I'm sorry, I fell asleep. Which first of all, let me just tell all guys listening. Don't use That is the worst worst thing. To say to me, first of all, because I've had really bad experiences with that. Um, One being my ex-husband, when we were dating, he would do that a lot. And uh, he was a pretty heavy drinker at the time. And one time in particular, I lived 30 minutes away from him. And it was like midnight and I could not get in touch with him. I had sent friends over to his apartment. Um, he wasn't answering the door, nothing. I drove 30 minutes to his apartment to find out he had just fallen asleep. Yeah. Um, so that's not really a good excuse because, you know, you can't fall asleep getting ready to go somewhere that you told somebody you were going to meet them. (laughs) You, you, You just can't just fall asleep standing up. Like it doesn't happen. You have to physically lay down. And intentionally, yeah, I do think men nap more than women. <laughs> or but you least. have to intentionally do it. Like it's not something you can just like. You don't. Just I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not defending it. It mm. irritates the hell out of me too. Mm. But I, 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 I just don't think men plan things out. They don't. They don't think about it. They're like, well, I'm just going to sit I'm here for a minute and watch and watch TV, and then the next thing I know, they wake up three hours later. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I, I just that doesn't go over well with women. No. So that was, that was strike one already. I was like, that's not a good excuse. And he knew I was pretty upset about it. Well, that night is when things kind of escalated. And um, I was just kind of, wasn't mad or ticked off. I was irritated by the fact mm-hmm. that that had happened and didn't really care to, talk with him at the moment I was just irritated and he kept pushing and we started so then he wanted to FaceTime me I was like okay fine um so we FaceTime and uh I could 
he he's he was a very insecure person very uh, insecure. really wanted a lot of um like reinforcement like you know telling like he thought that every time that i commented on something that he would say that i was offended by it like if I didn't necessarily agree with something that he said, then he took it as I was offended. And I was like, I'm not offended. I just have, have a different, different opinion. opinion on. I mean, that's kind of like I'm just having conversation. Right. You know, I'm not. And in no way did I ever get pissy or try to start an argument or anything. He must have had something in the He past, has but. a lot of insecurities. And um, so I had been, this was the same night that... I text you uh-huh. and you were texting me back but I was on FaceTime so I couldn't see your text and we would I had been on the phone with him for like an hour and a half and he wanted me to watch some YouTube video well, I couldn't watch it while we were on FaceTime because it it even if it pauses the FaceTime but when you go to the YouTube video it's really quiet and you can't make yeah. it any louder so I was like I can't hear it while I'm on the phone with you he was like well hang up watch it and call me back so when I hung up, I realized what time it was. It was like 10.30. And you had texted me several times. And so I watched the YouTube video. I texted him back and said, hey, that was funny. Um, I'm not going to FaceTime you back because um, I realized what time it was. And I want to talk to Megan. And, oh, he oh, just, geez. oh, he took that as I was blowing him off. Oh, dude. And he had a little hissy fit. Y'all haven't even gone out yet. We, I've never met the dude. Never met him. And oh, he, my God. He had a little hissy fit. And basically, it was like breaking up with me, air quotes, like, because we're not even together. But, like, you're better off without me. You'll find somebody better. Good okay, luck. Yes. And then 30 minutes later, it's like, I'm so sorry. Can oh, we please no. talk? No, and then 30 minutes later, no. because I wouldn't respond, he'd be no, like, no. well, good luck. Hope you find who you want. And, and then oh, my 30 God. minutes later, I'm so sorry. I wish you would accept my apology. I'm really, really sorry. I mean, this oh. went on for quite a while. I'm texting back and forth with you. Finally, I switch over to him and I'm like, everything is fine. I'm trying to talk to Megan. Which I told you. Which is what I, I told you going to do. I was doing. And so then I get another, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, everything is fine. Just chill. He couldn't. He could not chill. And this went on for a oh co my God. couple of days. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. This is like a freaking nightmare. Yeah. I'd be so... Yeah. But, okay... It's done and over with. I stepped back from the situation. And I kind of had, not a revelation, but... An epiphany. An epiphany. Kind of realized I've been on the other side of he and I. I've been the one that has flipped out or assumed something. And, um, and then want to take it back so badly. And you can't. And you've already turned off that other person where they're no longer really attracted to yeah. you and your character and, and, and yeah. everything. I mean, and so there's no, no fixing it. So I've been on his side of it. And now I realize the other side of it where when somebody does that to you, how much it turns you off from them. And you can't fix it. There's no going back after that. Like you just cannot no. come back from that. Um, one guy in particular that I still talk to, but will never be able to date because a year ago I flipped out on him about one weekend when I wanted to see him and he would, couldn't work it out and I assumed he didn't want to see me because it was early in the relationship and shouldn't have assumed and then I can't take it back. So when I've gotten onto you about these kind of things, <laughs> do you understand now why? Well, yes. I mean, obviously I've gotten much yeah. better oh, yeah, about yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Um, but I've never, I guess, never re like really seen the other side of it. Like I've had guys kind of get upset with me or this, that, and the other, but not flip out to that extent. 
pretty awful. It is. I think it's a little more accepting on a girl's end than I a, don't. You don't? <laughs> well, obviously not. Guys don't like it. They don't like it. Yeah. It, I mean, nobody likes it. I, the, the bottom line. If anybody line, does like it, you yeah. got your whole own codependency mm. issue going on, and mm -hmm. that's just, ugh, no. Bottom line is you should never assume anything. No. If, if you're upset about something or something that happens that upsets you, then you need one not address it in that at that moment let it let it go for the time being and address it later when you're calmer and can articulate what you really want to say yes. rather than being passive aggressive about yes. it yeah i've gotten better a lot better okay. i don't think i've done that since that guy like over a year ago uh you've been improving at a steady pace <laughs> I have not flipped out like that. No, you don't flipped out. I'm thinking you've improved steadily. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now you're totally different than you were a year ago. Yeah. 100%. And especially from, you know, your early days after mm -hmm. the divorce and just getting on the dating sites, you're oh, God. totally different. I hadn't dated in <clears throat> 12 years. No, I know. And then the person who's been dating for eight kept trying to talk to you. <laughs> And well, you I had to learn everything. I, said. I know you no, did have to learn. I did have to learn, but also it was um, it was a whole different thing that I had to to figure out because obviously dating in your late thirties after a divorce with two kids is completely different than dating in your twenties. Oh, you know? sure. And I don't want to sound like conceited or anything, but I never had an issue with finding a guy. And <laughs> I still don't have an issue finding. I mean, you know. I still don't have an issue really finding guys. Sure. But now there's so many more factors that go into oh, yeah, that's the big, to it. It's like. Well, you can find somebody. That's, yeah. That's the easy part. Right. the compatibility. It was so less it's, complicated it's, yeah. in your 20s because, you know, everybody's kind of looking towards the same thing, a, a career mm -hmm. and a family and getting married and, you know, children. Everybody's kind of in the same path that you right. are. Now, very not everybody's different. very different. Not everybody's in the same path. You can't assume everybody's in that same path. Right. And that was a very hard no, adjustment for me. it was a really big deal yeah. when Chris and I went out and realized that we were in this, you know, of course, he's mm -hmm. older than me. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, a year and a half. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not like he's a lot older than me, but just knowing he had two teenage daughters, I'm like, oh, he yeah. didn't want any babies. Mm -hmm. This is great. Right. And then he'd taken care of that issue and wasn't going to have any more. Mm -hmm. I thought that I was going to do a herky. I was so excited. Right. <laughs> that that's not even a concern. Right. But just, like, I was looking for somebody that I could see in a, a life without the kids at home. Mm -hmm. Like me, I still have a number of years, of course, with David at home. Mm -hmm. But he's not a little kid. Right. He's he's one to middle school. Mm -hmm. You know, his, he's got one that's graduated, one's graduating next year. Mm -hmm. Like there's actually this path of he and I, you mm -hmm. know, we right. just, we're, we're good, we're compatible. And it's just looking for someone who... I can look at the next chapter with. Right. Exactly. And that's difficult to find the it same is. page. And so that was un just, I mean, there's many reasons why mm -hmm. Chris and I have worked out so well, but mm -hmm. that's just really nice that we have kind of the same ideas and, mm -hmm. you know, want the same things and it just makes it easy. Right. And I'm kind of looking for the same thing too, just I'm several years behind you on right. that as far as my, the age of my children. And my biggest issue probably and it's nothing I can do about it and the fact that I'm attracted to younger guys yeah I'm not necessarily attracted to any guys that are older than me and that that's a problem because the guys that are older are more on probably the page that I'm at but I'm just not attracted to them mm -hmm. at this point and so that I'm I don't know that at this time in my life that I can find that person. It's maybe well, several years before. I mean, maybe stop worrying about finding the person and just. Well, I kind of have. Like, I'm not really talking to anybody. If you want to go out with somebody, go out with somebody. Yeah. I mean, doesn't have to turn to a relationship. No, it doesn't. And I've done that before. 
where I've really just dated and, and, and it's fun, but yeah, it's not really who I am. And here lately, it's been the guys that yeah, are... It's been a <laughs> I want a baby. It's, what? It's the guys what that universe are... universe am I in? Yeah, asking <laughs> these very personal, upfront questions very early on. Well, it kind of says to me, if these guys are in their 30s, never been married, don't have children, they're... It took them, mm. you know, 15 years longer than the girls or right. whatever, 10 years longer than the women to get in that mindset. And now they're at the point of, okay, I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. I do want these things. I am ready to settle down. It's like the, it's just, it's like mm-hmm. the planes are, you know. Right. Like, and the thing is, is like, you, you know. Running parallel. 34-year-old guys can date. 29, 30-year-old yeah. women that are still, I mean, I had my children at 30 and 31. They're, mm-hmm. That's perfect age still to have to have children. Yet, they're dating me that's 39. I mean, hello, that's yeah. not that's not where you need to be looking. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't, there's just this imbalance and I think that, you know, they, they are, uh, they're attracted to me so they're like, well, I'll try this. They find out I don't want kids. They're like, well, I'll sit, because mm-hmm. guys aren't so set necessarily on their ways as women are. And I think they think that they can get past it right. when in reality they can't. Yeah. Um, that that is something that they want or they think that they want. Um, and so they can't move past it. But so I don't know. I'm still where I was when we started this podcast. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have grown. I have bit. grown. I have grown a lot, and this podcast has helped me realize a lot about myself. Um, just in talking out all of these situations, rather than just going through them on your own, you know, just talking through each situation and and figuring out well what what went wrong here or why is this not right or that not right definitely have learned a lot about myself but still not there yet it's okay that's all right mm-hmm. everything um, else is great i mean it really is this mm-hmm. is probably the best in terms of career and mm-hmm. it, like stability and i think both of us like yeah i think we're both probably in the best place that we've been in a long time even outside of any which may not growth. make for the best podcast because we're like really happy i know, people. Right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Nothing to talk about when you're really happy. Nothing to talk about when you're happy. Everybody wants to listen to when we're miserable. (laughs) I know. That's kind of what was holding us back. Like, I know she had some stories for dating, but everything else is like, well, I'm pretty, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, what do we talk about now? So now we need to hear y'all's stuff. We got something else to talk about. Hmm. So if you have any issues that we can talk about, <laughs> please share. Give you some advice. <laughs> we'll be happy to do clearly, so. Yes, clearly we have all the advice. We mm. know exactly what to yeah, do. Yeah, we have all the advice. We just yeah, don't apply it to our daily lives. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. No, well, it totally helps with finding that right person who mm-hmm. is like the nicest person I've ever met. Right. So. You have me to thank. If I had dated him. I still would have gone out with him. Oh. Okay. Oh, if you had dated him. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, all right, then. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, if you had dated him, no, I would not have gone out with him. Yes, yes, I do have you to thank for not dating my boyfriend. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're always there for me. Chris and I, we do... All jokes aside, get along really well as friends. Oh, I do think it was funny so, that night that we were meeting his co-workers and friends. Oh, yeah. Co-workers and friends. As soon as we down. sit down. Yeah. He he just busted out the story. It was like one, two, three, four of his friends and me and invited Abby. And was that? That was Chris. That was Chris. Yeah. Okay. And came. came and sat down. Had you told him the story yet? Yes. He already, yeah, he already heard it. And, um, and Chris just busted it out to the whole table. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I got a story for you. Yeah. They're all like, what? (laughs) Of course, his friend, his one friend knew that already, which is funny. Yeah. um, Yeah. He he likes to tell that story. He does like to tell the story. It is a funny story. Funny for (laughs) y'all. I'm kidding. (laughs) Funny for all. Funny for all. Yes. All right. This is a long one, isn't it? Uh, Yeah. It's probably about an hour now. Okay. So, but, um... Hopefully, we'll have more things to talk about, and yeah. we'll we'll come back and talk about them, or maybe we'll come up with different topics that we can 
discuss. I know in the past past. we've done different things. It's not just been dating. So, um, but we're glad to be back. We're glad we could do this episode and we hope you all listen to it. it. I've been on the back porch now and be able to enjoy the summer air. Yeah. It's great. Awesome. All right. Well, we're so happy and hope y'all enjoyed it. And uh, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.